0: John, it's it's great to have you on the phone today to talk about... Oh, it's funny. I wrote the film down as the curse of the Mekons. It's actually the revenge of the Mekons. You're very close. Yeah, close. I just wanted to start this on a, a note of uh, witnessing your your continued spirited musical performance. I got to see you a few times in uh, at South by Southwest, and the first one was on very early Thursday morning, about 1.45 a.m., and you were on the stage of the Continental Club doing White Lightning. Yes,
1: that was the Wednesday night bloodshot
0: pie. Yeah, yeah, and that was over the top. Love the opportunity to uh, continue to see... Your music in all its its forms every year down in Austin. That seems to be a real tradition for you all in the spring.
1: Well, I did 13 gigs at sars
0: this year, so... Wow. Lifetime Achievement Award is due. <laughs> John, let's uh, jump on in and, and talk about the film, The Revenge of the Mekons. It's playing in Bloomington April 10th through April 12th. Uh, WFHB is... Sponsoring the screenings uh, presented by the Writer Film Series, we're real excited to, to see the film as a, a film uh, six years in in the making. Uh, I have a, a a few questions about it, but why don't you go ahead and, and give me your impressions of the film and the process of making the film?
1: Well, I mean, it goes down to the director Joe Angio was you know was the right guy to do it. He was very sympathetic, what the band were about, and he was you know trying to. Make a film I think that would introduce sort of new people to, you know, to the to the, Mekons, the idea of what the Mekons have been doing, because as anyone knows, we're not exactly household names. It's a curious project, most documentaries are about kind of bands that have had immense fame, find out. goes on behind the scenes, I think this film is kind of in the opposite direction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're still a band where everyone pretty much has to have a day job, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, really, everyone does lots of different things, so it's difficult to get the band together. You know, we're, we're separated geographically, and, you know, obviously, yeah, the, the band's never really... You know, the worst time, I would say, in the band's career is well, the least fun we've had is when, you know, actually living off the band, you know, when we were assigned to major labels. And that really, you know, was uncomfortable. It kind of felt like... Uh, corporate kind of jobs
0: was at that point. My first taste of Mekon's music came from a compilation LP called Mutant Pop that I think I got my hands on in 1980. Um, It was uh, a compilation dedicated to uh, bands from Leeds uh, in England. Um, It was also the first place I heard Human League and Gang of Four you were caught up in the in the uh, whole punk spirit, and you know you readily admitted that you were starting a band, but nobody could really play, and that was a big part of the punk spirit back then. I'm I'm curious about this film. Did you all have much archival footage from the early days to work with?
1: You no, know, there's almost there's absolutely no kind of footage of the Nikons in that first incarnation playing whatsoever, except for. Oh, we did one gig in America at Harrah's in New York with the gang of four. We we went on stage in 1980 and we came off in 1981, and uh, that's the only footage that really exists of the band at that time. There's lots of it's, we found a lot of good photographs. Yeah, I bet. Uh, yeah, it was it was really weird. I mean, that was just a, such a different time. People didn't carry video cameras and cell phones around with them like they do now, documenting everything. So. You look at the black and white photographs of you know, Leeds in '77. It kind of looks like a really long time ago. It looks kind of like it looks like the Second World War just ended, and we're yeah. like, you know, baked beans or something. That's yeah, very,
0: very strange. You truly came out of you know the the time of of the punk revolution, which was a pretty broad critique of politics and society and. That critique continues, but my experience in seeing um, Mekons perform live as well as your various other bands, there's just a lot of joy going on on the stage. The, the spirit that comes together when you all play seems to have a lot to do with your longevity.
1: Yeah, I mean, the film that's what the film's about. It's about people who kind of choose to be together in spite of. You know, the commercial concerns and the, uh, it, and the art. We were art students when the band started, and that's the politics and the arts were much more important in the career. And if anything you know, comes out of it for me, it was kind of there's a lot of people talking about the structure of what you know, the structure of how you did these things and what it was to be in a band. And, what your relationship was to your audience, and what your relationship was to the music industry, constantly questioning it and re-evaluating that—that's what we've really done with the Mekons, and we found uh, we found a way to make it work that removes, you know, all the obstacles that a lot of bands face. You know, usually you you put an album out, it doesn't sell as well as the last album, so you split up, or you you spend a lot of time polishing. The sound honing something to make it more and more compatible to a commercial audience. we never done that. Every time we've had something that's been vaguely successful we've usually turned tail and run in another direction.
0: You began there in the UK in, in Leeds but for a long time now you and, and some other members of the band have been living in Chicago. The Sound of the Mekons as well as your band Waco Brothers and other projects have uh, taken a lot of embracing American roots music, folk, and, and country. Tell me a little bit about um, about the impulse to, to do that and not stay at your home base in England.
1: I have no idea, really. We just, you know, the band musicians travel a lot, and then, you know, you find other places. We were, me, me and Tom were particularly enamored with uh, America, 1980s. We told you Tom did sound for the Three Jones. We came over here with that when The Mecons were really kind of wondering about not doing very much. And we came over with the Mecons a couple of times um, in 86 and 87. And you know, it was just a, it was a very comfortable place. You, know, you, you kind of go where people appreciate you. And for some reason, Chicago, San Francisco and New York really kind of embraced what we were doing. People in England thought we were crazy.
0: <laughs> Let's circle back to the film here. The film was was released last year, I believe, and is is getting out on a pretty extensive tour of film series and theaters around the country. What has been the the critical reaction to the
1: film? Uh, we we were in New York uh, in October, and it did a, like a week we at a cinema there, film forum, and it was like five performances a day for a week. And it was private. People came. It was, there was a symposium up at Columbia University about it, which was, you know, quite iron, really. I was sitting on a panel with, like, serious, critical wigs like Brian Marcus, Mary Aaron, and Luke Sante, Jonathan Franzen. Uh, all the newspaper reviews were really, really positive.
0: I did catch up with that New York Times review when that came out. The photograph that they used, I thought, just captured... The, the spirit of the Mekons on stage. Talk about kinetic energy in one photograph. Do you know the shot I'm talking about?
1: Is it the one with the pink boa flying in.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, there, and there's like a guy halfway falling down with dread dreadlocks and his pants are falling off and and just... Um, Mitch,
1: that would be Mitch. Okay,
0: <laughs> yeah, and I thought th- that really caught my eye and, and, you know, I immediately read the article and learned about the film and... Really hoped I could see it someday, and again, we're looking forward to, to seeing this here in Bloomington uh, over the weekend, getting the the story of the Mekons out to a, a new audience uh, after you've been doing this for 37 years. Hopefully, it'll be a little shot in the arm uh, that'll help you guys uh, keep going. Uh,
1: we're, we're making plans. I was, you can probably hear my phone bleeping, because uh, people are trying to call me today. We're trying to work out, so in july and we're hoping to do a tour and record a new album in the space of three weeks in july so
0: well that sounds great john it's been great talking to you today and great
1: talk to you thanks for you thanks for your interest i hope you in there with sure me enjoy the movie